will fix you. Hello, and welcome to We Will Fix You. Joining me this evening, Ms. Lucy Boys, who was appointed Chief Bollock Inspector, but has declined to inspect any bollocks. Sort of a weird sack, isn't it? It's not ideal. I, of course, am Roger Hart, Special Prosecutor, He Who Smelt It, Dealt It Division. And Mr. Dave Convery will not be here this evening, as he has declined even to join us by satellite link from his biannual sweat lodge retreat at the disused lavatory block of Newport Pagnell Services. Because, and I quote, my glands are all up. Young lamb. And so, diminished as we are in numbers, but not unquarried. This is constitutionally important, after Not all. Not advice. Not even slightly. We will attempt to tackle a problem. Should you have one, should you wish to be fixed, contact us at wewillfixyoushow at gmail.com. Now, a local reader writes, Dear Weird Jesus, the very concept of joy and the other one. I have a problem. Thanks to my position in an organisation, I have access to the local newspaper. The web version is bad enough, the comment sections being a festering pit of bigots attracted by the dog-whistling and occasional flat-out racist air horns. But at least the letters page is kept back for the print and e-edition. I read that e-edition. I can't stop myself. I screenshot the green ink letters and post them to social medias for those sweet, sweet hashtag numbers. But worse, oh so much worse, I write letters in reply. Help me, three-headed Obi-Wan. Regards, don't call me Al. An interesting problem. Well, I mean, he hasn't actually asked us a question. Oh, really seems to have a problem other than I mean, cognitive dissonance? I, I think perhaps young young Al, or, or whatever we must not call them, them, him, her, it, this person. <laughs> I... I don't think they have a problem. That's a bold statement. Well, I mean, they may have many. Mm. This, this could be a, a veiled cry for help, but... Um, People don't always write to us with their actual problems. No, no. Like that thing with the leg and the... Mm. Mm, not ideal. Uh, weeping sores. Weeping sores and dark sorcery. Mm. No, um, I don't think... Al, that you need fixing. I, I think you actually have a great coping mechanism. I, I think you actually enjoy this to some extent. Not, uh, to some extent, to some extent. And I shouldn't put words into your mouth, but there's a thing going on here, which is that local news is horrible, fair mm. enough, and you, you, you're kind of hate-reading it a bit, which can be therapeutic until it becomes pathological, and I, I don't want to try and find you on the curve. I'm not going to presuppose that. We should also, I think it's worth taking a very quick moment to talk about why local news is so terrible, mm. and it is in general because... Actual good reporting takes money and people and time. No fucker wants to pay for that, but journalism is a sort of capitalist service as opposed to a kind of independent service in a lot of instances. People, instead of doing reporting, wonder why nobody's coming to their websites. They put so many ads on it that you can't actually fucking use the thing. And then when readership drops further, they think, hmm, we should probably put more ads on this to make more money. Yeah, I mean, there's two huge strands of problem. There's the stupid solution to the horrible business model, which is ads, 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 ads. Oh, God, more ads, and then no one can use the damn thing. The vicious cycle of decline, as outlined. And then there's the sort of 
chicken egg or cyclical problem. This is something I've been struggling with for a long time over the last few years, which is, broadly speaking, are the media making us awful or or is the media reflecting our awfulness? Mm. Oh, that's a fascinating one to twist around in your mind. And there's no... It's slippery. You can't get a grasp on that. You know, like the, the, the sort of... Like an eel in your hot tub. Yeah. I mean... He's cool, right? Like, yeah, he, no, 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 he, I've got no problem with Bill, but... He's, he's, like, he's kind of shabby, but it's not awkward. He sometimes got weird. Yeah. It's not weird, though. No, it's no. fine. He's just an eel smoking a joint in my hot tub. But he is slippery. It's true. We've talked to him about it. And That's the metaphor. just, yeah. Obviously, in these sort of weird situations, it's a bit of both. Mm. Local news, in particular, is trying to answer what it perceives to be a market demand. Mm. And then that local gives solutions to local problems. Mm. Mm. And then that gives a signal boost to the things that it calls out. And because it's easy, and because outrage sells things, or because the local dem- outrage, in particular, mm. beloved cultural nonsense trinket that everybody loves, is being taken away. Yeah, or oh boy. shouty local person. That's a demographic a thing. About a thing. Yeah. And the dem- I don't want to be too unkind. I don't want to say it's all just elderly bigots, but it kind a of there's a percentage. There's a strand. Mm. It's not a small strand. No. So, it's awful. It's awful. It's going to stay awful. It's interestingly awful. And you're reading it, Al. You're, you're getting some value out of kicking back. You're getting your sweet, sweet numbers. Screenshotting on social media, pointing and laughing at the sort of allotment fascists. It's still going into your brain, though. Yeah. Poisoning you from the inside out? That would be my mm. hypothesis. Poison deep inside. Yeah. And we, we've covered this on a couple of these, I think. We've talked about unplugging and it being okay. And under the wider umbrella of, of self-care, it being all right to just, you know, not. I don't know. I think you've got a really interesting deal going on here, which is that you found your way of enjoying it and your way of kicking back at it. So you're, you're doing the visceral hate read, but then you're also doing something about it. And what I think you're writing to us about, I think, I'm not certain, is that you're worried that writing in in reply represents a decline. Hmm. I, I, that, that's, that's, my, that's my read on this. And Taking so, the bait sort of thing. Yeah, yes. falling for it or maybe engaging yes. too much. You've also got with the sort of modern political climate, especially online, you've got this idea of sort of allyship and representation merely by saying I do not agree with your racist hegemony maybe mm. you are shifting some opinions changing some minds mm. making other people who are closer to your views feel like they're less alone yeah and perhaps and that thing of do we create it or is, does it does mm. it mm. how big is is local journalism or any kind of journalism's poisonous influence on the discourse mm. there is a very strong case to answer that in writing back if you get published mm. then you could be you know, usefully kicking back, being showing that actually the, the much vaunted silent majority is in fact not cunts as opposed to cunts. Yes, and also not silent yes. necessarily. So I think there's, there's a few things here. I don't want to warn you off reading the things. There's some areas to be cautious around just just how much you engage, but it doesn't feel like you have an issue. So I, I kind of, the sense I get off this is that actually one of the things here is, and you, you potentially you're not in so deep that you couldn't stop writing in and replying. Mm. But I wonder if the frustration here is that you write in and reply because you feel motivated by this fuckery, mm-hmm. but the replies probably don't get given equal weight. There's all of that campaigning about newspaper retractions and what have you. Yes. Um, they can print it as big as they printed yeah. it the first time if they actually give a shit about saying they were wrong. And I wonder if the dream of writing in in reply is mm-hmm. the same dream, is the... Same column inches, yeah, my side of the Yeah, because it's a letter, so it's my... And so I think, I think very briefly, very briefly, um, let's get you published. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe you may have had a few, but um, 
I just I, I sort of had a quick look at various guidelines and bits and pieces and just just a little bit of a think about how we could probably presupposing your situation is non-pathological mm-hmm. get you published in response um, now a lot of papers give guidelines about how to get your letter published and it's all sensible things like keeping it under 500 words being concise use your real name um, say what the editors would prefer you to say yeah it'd be more like to run it focus on recency and topicality don't write in more than once a month was quite a common piece of advice so you don't look like a crank there was a serial commenter uh, she died unfortunately a few years ago called Agus Crook in the mm. Plymouth Herald which um, she had quite a big fan following on Facebook because she would write these just very short often topical but often not letters to the local paper and they ran pretty much all of them I found one in oh, that's wonderful. garage the other day that was just her being like I think dolphins are really great. Like I think they're just a very good animal overall, magnificent. I was like, oh fuck, thanks, Avis, thank you. So this this is where I'm going with this, which mm. is Avis Crook don't care. No, these guidelines She's are dead. clearly bollocks. Mm. Don't follow that. No, don't like maybe maybe topicality. Maybe five hundred words. They're probably yeah. unlikely to print a sort of novel length screed. So the two I would pick out are short and topical. Mm-hmm. But the other stuff, being polite, keeping it sensible, being focused, fuck that noise. Using your real name. Yeah. So we we know this is bollocks. You've seen what what's published. You're tweeting the damn stuff. You know this is bollocks. You get the sweet sweet numbers. So first off, green ink. You mentioned it. Let's go with it. It's on the decline now, but it's a classic. Um, green ink has been associated with slight nuttiness in the news for a long time. Mm. So the green ink brigade as a concept, as newspaper commenters, this sort of started to appear in the 80s, as far as I could tell from a quick search into the etymology. Mm-hmm. But there's been a long-standing association with green ink and cranks, and there's a sort of probably apocryphal thing about the British security services sort of occasionally signing things off in green ink as an idiosyncratic thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's got a, a long-standing faint nuttiness. Yes. You know, like a, a rich, silky abondance, or maybe a Comte. Bill's skin as he leaps from the water. Flashing in the light. Mm. Magnificent. Mm. Like a dolphin. So, it dates back. It dates back away. It's got a proud heritage. Um, but it is in decline. So there was an article in The Observer in 2011, Victoria Touring, uh, Victoria Corrin, complaining that no one uses green ink, green ink anymore. Mm. It's all just vituperative Facebook comments. I reckon the papers are itching to see it back. So mm. first off... Do write in in green ink and use a lot of exclamation marks. We all know the Terry Pratchett quote, but, you know, it's kind of adorable and it pegs you to the standard. If they know you're a nutter, they're primed to read it in the right way, it's probably going to go in. These people aren't dumb. I mean, some of them are dumb. A lot of them took that job naively and now are finding only ways to ironise it when it Mm. turns out to be exactly as dreary as you would expect if you thought about it slightly longer. So, yeah, there's lots of reasons why they might want to print you anyway. And I think we just need to sort of get you to play up to some of this. Mm. So as it's through some of the classics, um, there are some things you could focus on. Wheelie bins. Always wheelie bins. Parking. Fuckers love mm. parking. Oh, they've got so many cars and they want to put them right outside their house, but sometimes they can't. It's a human right to park outside your house, don't mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, standards. Anything letting standards slip or mm. standards decline. Especially if they're British. Yeah. yeah, yeah. National standards. National standards. Yeah. Or lowering the tone. If you can possibly talk about lowering the tone. Um, the right kind of thing for this town. It's all in that, that ballpark of mm. there's this set of categories that you have fallen foul of that will never quite be explained. Mm. That's that's where you. That's the sweet spot. Powerful status quo reinforcement. Mm. Mm. Bad poetry. Oh. Sometimes. Sometimes. Bad ducks. Mm. Mm. Military rank. If you can possibly sign off with a military rank, 
Kernel is a good one. Various constructions. The grammar is a dead giveaway. Are you the right kind of nutter? It's that kind of writing faux formal. Hereafter, henceforth, the said, the above. Mm. All of that stuff the people that can't fucking write, which is most people, mm -hmm. do when they're trying to be formal, which is not many people. Yes. And so what I've done is, just, just very quickly, Alan, you'll have seen better in the, in the press, but I've tried to kind of prototype up the sort of thing that you, you might want to go for. Dear sirs, it has come to my attention oh, yes, that's that today's youth, many of whom it would seem are too indolent to own or maintain a motor vehicle or even pay road tax, oh, road tax. Thank you. routinely deposit their bicycles on the street. Surely, mm, always surely, oh, yes. bring, bring us along with you. This is another sad sign of an instant gratification culture, said vehicles being seen as disposable. Latin at construction doesn't belong in English. Always use it in a crazy letter. Mere litter on the streets of our fine town. Can it really be possible that our noble nation fought for the Magna Carta such that I might have to find a bicycle outside my front door? Yesterday, my wife very nearly twisted her ankle, stepping past one, while manoeuvring those beastly wheelie bins. Is it not time for this fast to end? Yours, Colonel Don't Call Me Out. Retired. If you can possibly mention my wife, whether or not you have one, oh, you yeah. will certainly be published. Definitely, they're like married men. Mm. So this is this is basically my my pitch here. I just embrace the crazy. Mm. That's my fix. Good. That's good fixed. I think done. Well done, Colonel. And your suggestion. Oh, well, so if I want to talk a little bit about my flagpole to begin with. My flagpole that doesn't exist. I've heard about your putative flagpole. You have, because I told you about it. Um, so my, my, my partner and I are thinking of moving at some point. We've been looking at places, and I saw a place that looked all right, and then looked at it on Google Street View, and according to Street View, the neighbours display a, um, a George flag very prominently on a large flagpole in their garden, which to me is... The national flag of I'm not racist, but utopia. Yes, precisely, of yes, of course, we're all in this together as four countries, but one of them is clearly superior to the others and broadly sort of cop the rest under the thumb and I'm just going to celebrate that with some just no-nonsense Land Rover and assault rifle posturing. Yeah, mostly white with a red bit when it's angry. Yes, exactly. And I mean, to me, this is, this is, this is not a flag of unity and peace and tolerance, no matter how much the people who own it would like to tell you that it is, because they're not racist, obviously. Um, and I just found myself fantasising about the flagpole I would erect if that were my neighbour and I would be buying the largest one that I could under planning regulations, which obviously you've got to consider. Um, and, you know, flying the pride flag, EU flag, Black Lives Matter flag, God hates flags flag. I think there's just a lot of sort of rich, juicy flag action to be had. in. God does hate flags. There's just... It would just be such a joyous flagpole and it would be so tolerant that nobody could possibly take offence at it without sort of revealing themselves to be an arsehole. Is it, are they going to be vertically stacked or are you going to have multiple poles? Vertically or? stacked, I think, because I don't want more than one flagpole, mm. although I believe the tradition is to have a, a pole per flag, I think. Yeah. You know, garden space is limited, yes, even yes, in yes. our market towns. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think... And you need to leave space the, for the, uh, the fourth rhubarb. Well, and the pot tub, obviously. Where's Bill going to live? Oh, yeah. You're taking him with you, right? Of course. Oh, you're nice like that. Yeah. He's a mate. I think, uh, I think your writing letters in is a bit like my alternative flagpole. It is the dream that if you just affirm what you believe sort of loudly and proudly enough, you might be able to make a dent in the sort of 
absolute rippling racist fuck show of an ocean surface that we live mm. in. Um, but, Sorry, I, I just have to ask. Of course. Are you going to have the faux ISIS tildo flag? I've thought very strongly about it, but I think that might be too subtle even for this crowd. Mm. I want my flags to be without reproach. I want them to be flags... Because I was thinking originally, you know, I have the pride flag, I have the bear flag, see if the other kin guys have got flag, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got a flag these days. The other kin flag must have a flag. If the other kin don't have a flag, they deserve a flag. They do deserve a flag, and it can be whatever they want. Yeah. Um, you know, the flag for people married to garden fences and Ferris wheels and yeah. body yeah. pillows, mm-hmm. that flag. Yeah. Um, but then I decided, no, it has to be a flagpole that could be entirely serious. Mm. That where there is a charitable reading of it, and it's not just mm. an ironic reading of it, so I, I had to pull back from the Isis Dildos flag. Fair. But maybe on Christmas, you know. Fly the, fly the Christmas dildo. Exactly. It's the tradition of my people. It is. Bill will salute it. He salutes with the tail end. Who's gonna ask? I'm never around the hot tub for Christmas. No, so. fair enough. It's not a good time. He drinks heavily. It's a bit cold. Mum died that time of year, you know. Poor Bill. Yeah, she got jellied. Mm. But I think the thing thing that I'm trying to remind myself with my glorious flagpole of tolerance is that I just have to... That this is a wonderful dream of sort of just needling gently at one individual racist, but I just need to be able to emotionally extricate myself from that. It can only really be a fantasy... Unless I do actually move next door to someone with a flag. Um, So yes, I think we've we've sort of covered the have you considered just not paying any attention to what these people are saying in public for your own sanity angle. Um, And you've covered the get them at their own game extremely good angle. Um, Also, when I was thinking about this, I was reading um, a Facebook article from my sort of home local newspaper, the Plymouth Herald, Mm. which I've mentioned before, which is... um, universally agreed to be a trash rag by everyone but for different reasons and this sort of interested me as well are you familiar with the brighton and hove argus i am delights so i mean so so the plymouth herald ran an article about one of the local fun fairs and all of the comments seem to agree a that the herald was shit and b that the fun fair was shit but they were all for such subtly different reasons so one of them was like actually this is uh just this is, this is Roland's Fair, not Anderton Roland's Fair. They're two different fairs. Plymouth has this thing where multiple things of a similar name. There are two rival pasty companies run by vague relatives with the same surname, Dudneys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like people are like, are you Ron or are you Ivor? <laughs> <laughs> which side are you on? <laughs> exactly, which side are you on, Ron? <laughs> um, which side are you Ron? Indeed. Um, and then there was, well, no, actually, the fair shit, because it's full of dickheads. That was literally <laughs> the substance of someone's comment, and I had, like, 12 likes. So at least 13 people think the main problem with the fair is too many dickheads, which, you know. And then someone said, no, actually, the reason the fair is shit is because my daughter hurt herself, and there wasn't a first aid kit at the fair. And um, so I was just wondering, is there is there a word for that thing where everybody is unanimous in their opinion, but it is qualified for an extraordinarily differently specific reason? Because that feels like a thing that comes up mm. a lot. I'll leave that to our readers to coin if they choose to. I mean, I think the main problem with the fair, aside from the dickheads, obviously, which I do agree with, is um, too many loud noises and flashing lights compared to donut ratio. Mm. So I think you very sort of um, elegantly navigated one possible avenue for Don't Call Me Owl's problem. Um, I should also point out at this point, for anyone who doesn't know, the bass solo in the actual song You Can Call Me Owl is a palindrome. 
I would say you've perfected the art of the of the local newspaper reply, but I think don't call me out has sort of suffused themselves deeply enough in the rich sort of soup of the genre. That was probably a money-making opportunity here. Intertwined. Oh, do say more. Well, with 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 the weird fetish status of the middle-class British elderly. Mm. Rule thirty-four, right? If you can, if it exists, there is porn of it. Um, somebody has to be getting off on local newspaper comments. Somebody has to have been reading the wrong page when a particular hormonal urge surged through them for the first time. Everyone is spanking it. To something. Quite so. And um, I think given that, given how well versed you are in the style and content of local news things, I think you could you could basically pose yourself as the local news Chuck Tingle and make mad ched mm. through um, Rule 34 on it yourself and self-publishing on Amazon. You could be Chuck Tingle, commander, retired. Yes, precisely. What would the local news Chuck Tingle be? It would be something more thwarted. Less tingly, probably, yeah. because, you know, your extremities have gone a bit numb from the diabetes. Yeah, yeah. But nuance? Mavis Frisson. Mm. Yes, Mavis Frisson. Give it a woman's name. Women understand trashy sexual novels. <laughs> and so, Ms. Frisson. Mm. Bonjour. What would you write? Dear sirs, whilst cutting the infernal contraption known as a wheelie bin ran from the back of my detached three-bedroom house, two and a half bathrooms, three reception rooms. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. <sighs> I uh, was startled by a gentleman in the nude. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> he parted his overcoat and beneath it he revealed himself to be fresh as the day of his birth. Oh, got it. And uh, his member stood erect. As our members of Parliament do for us and British values. Chipping North. Oh, I said, all right, love, you want some of that? I said, golly, sir, no. And then I called the police, who took a statement, but refused to pursue the incident due to cutbacks. Burn this sick world. An outrage, an outrage. You must be horrified, horrified, horrified. Yours, Mavis. Oh, golly. It might go a bit like that. It might go a bit like that. I think you could make, you know, up to £3 a copy from that on Kindle Downloads. No, but you want to pad it out to, like, 50 pages. Yeah, so just, yeah, you, a little, you know, little, get, little get people, but... you know, If you get, like, two and a half spanks out of it, I think you're pretty good. Spanks to the pound. It's mm. it's an important... It's, it's a key metric. Yes, don't forget your KPIs. Uh, spanks to the pound sterling. I'm, we're not in Brexit measures here. Oh, absolutely not, no. No, we want the most meaningless currency we can come up with. That's sort of the soul of the thing. But of course. Do you know us, boys? I think you fixed it good and proper. By Jove, I think we did it. Well, with that so solidly fixed, I shall uh, let you return to your appointment with Bill. Mm, I believe you're going to get the beers in. Yes, indeed. We're going to wake and bake to soak and toke. Delightful. I myself will return to... Those things I do, in the stone circle, in the dark, that you may speak of, but we do not recommend. Good night.